guys, your host Star with J, that's Star with two R's and an A added. Welcome back or welcome to the Underground Station. Today I have special guests, two very special guests, Thomas and Adrian, all the way from New York. How are you guys doing? <laughs> what's up, what's up? Hi y'all, how up, are y'all? you guys doing? We're doing great. I'm yeah. feeling good. That intro was everything. Come I know, on, right? Come that on, was energy. Like, my said, head was bobbing. I said, let's go. <laughs> yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. Yes, yes, you have to bring the energy. You have to make everybody feel that energy and feel yeah. welcome and ready to just speak. I'm ready to talk about you guys and yes. your art and your talent, your creations. I'm ready to get into it. I'm ready to get into it. So tell the people a little bit about, you know, just where you're from. Let's start off from where you're from. You know, how is it going during the pandemic? Like, right. let's right. hear about it. All the things. <laughs> right. So I'm originally from Florida and- I'm originally from DC, but we're oh. currently, right? You know, <laughs> Me, I'm from Maryland. Hey. Come on, PG oh, County. Yes. Let's go. Yes, PG County. Come on. Yes. Well, I feel like people in PG County always ask, what high school did you go to? I feel like it's always a question. What high school did you go to? I went, <laughs> right? I went to Blade. I went okay, to Blade. okay, yeah. I went to Suitland for performing arts. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, still around the hood. Come on, let's go. (laughs) Yeah. So originally from DC, but we both we both in uh, Brooklyn now. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Wow. So you guys like it? I mean, it was like what you were talking about before, like the pandemic. It was definitely interesting. Mm -hmm. Last year, let's remember, y'all. It was just last year, almost a year Mm -hmm. ago, when this all kind of like everything shut down, and Mm -hmm. New York was definitely an unknown question mark. We did not know. How to get groceries we or yeah. what like it how was much toilet paper to get like, and then mask and should we go one like you go I by yourself my fruit? Or, like, yeah, yeah. Right, right yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so how's it now is it any different or has it lightened up any uh i would say yes it has lightened up i think as you know when more information came out mm-hmm. a more understanding of what we should and should not do here mm-hmm. in new york yeah. Yeah. Now everyone has a rhythm of things, you know? It's yeah. it's better than last year, I think. And say. I feel like it's slowly getting warmer, which is also like kind of helpful cuz like mm-hmm. this winter was yeah. hard. It was like Ooh, it's cold. The, you there can't was like do anything. two three major snow days. Yeah, here. I know you guys got the crazy snow. I right. know yeah. it. Well, Right. It feels good that it's warming up. So it's like yeah. there's some, like hope around the river bend. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we have two um, fellow podcasters here of the You're Welcome with Thomas and Adrian podcast. We have two artists here, two creators. So I really want to get into, you know, just a little bit about um, your artwork and, you know, your creations and your podcast and just going down that journey and how everything started. So first, can we just touch, you know, fellow podcasters, can we touch up on the podcast and tell me how, tell me how you guys really got together and um, started this podcast? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Well, one you can so like you can follow the journey on uh, on IG and on YouTube. We go by Thomas and Adrian. Yeah. That's Thomas. You spell out A N D Adrian. <laughs> um, and yeah, we, me and Dre have uh, dance background, so we actually met dancing with uh, dancing in the same company, TRP Red Project in NYC. Um, and. Yeah, that's how we met. Yeah, we met, and then our relationship solidified on the dance floor at a yeah. different event that I was hosting. Oh yes! And then we like it, it literally was celestial. Like it we was. like met, and it was just like it was like what is a <laughs> one of those dance movies like Step Up type ah. of situation, you know? 
we were uh i started dancing on the dance floor i was like you know serving like you yeah. got served yeah. type of energy yeah he looked at me That's he's nice. like hold up hold on and then he served it back and then we literally energy. stopped in the middle of the dance floor looked at each other we're like Oh, this is this is it. Yeah. This is I just met my best friend. Everyone was fed that night. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, so you guys felt that energy, felt the yeah, vibe. We felt exactly. it. it was like whoa. And then since then we're like we wanted to continue to work together because mm -hmm. our friendship. That's what how this podcast kind of was created. It was based on our friendship and based on right. the journeys and the trials and yeah. just being in the millennial in our twenties yeah. in New York. Yeah. Yeah, we had yeah. so many similarities at the same time. Yeah. So we're like, why not work together, make dance, mm -hmm. um, and why not talk about it on our mixed podcast yeah. about it? So yeah. Mm -hmm. That was, yeah, that was mostly journey. And then, uh, yeah, I feel like dance-wise or the, the root of the podcast, I feel like really started, or the root of our work together was really asking the question, what is love and what is love not? Mm -hmm. I feel like that's been like the root of like kind of our creative process. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like we explored that in our dance work. So we also mm -hmm. like our dancers and performers and do that work. And then we were like, yeah, there's still some more that's in this yeah. that we want to juice out. And then we started doing like um, our video blogs and then we were yeah. like, this is a lot of work editing. I mean, so let's just- I don't know how people, props to those people doing props those vloggers out there. I he cried. <laughs> and you know, he's the editor on the side of the things. And he was like, was like it took him a whole week. He was like, no. This is too long. This is too <laughs> yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. And I then we asked people like, can you kind of hear our like energy through, you know, our with, with our voices, exactly. And they're like, yes. And they were like, okay, cool, great. Ding, 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 <laughs> we'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can definitely YouTube and the editing and stuff is just, right. it's so much work. It's so much behind it. Uh, kudos to everyone out there. Mm -hmm. Both or just solely. Yeah. Just kudos to you. Definitely, definitely a lot. So can you speak on more just like your topics and, you know, how do you really engage your audience when talking about just the culture and the Black community and, you know, just your creations and everything? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm um yeah i feel like we we talk about literally everything yeah. honestly like um i feel like being black in america one is just already a layered experience and then you 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 yeah. tag on everything else that's <laughs> happening so like mm -hmm. um i feel like we just allow ourselves to be vessels uh to just yeah. talk about things yeah. real, but, um, yeah. from like blackness to uh mm -hmm. self-care mm -hmm. um healthy eating yeah traditional Chinese medicine. Yeah. yeah. Just mm -hmm. being like questioning the question is like a lot of mm -hmm. like our process. Mm -hmm. It's um, knowing yeah. that we have so many things that we link on and so many questions on the things we are linking on and going through. Right. It's, it's very important, especially for, you know, in our communities, we, no one really asked us our stories until like recently, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm -hmm. And so yeah. for us to really dive in into like self-care, mental yeah. care, mm -hmm. body care, mm -hmm. even skin, hair, all yeah. that stuff, just mm -hmm. to talk about it because a lot of people don't talk about it or even listen to a lot of things mm -hmm. at the right. same time. So yeah. I think that's what we want to give because we're going through it and if we are going definitely. through it, why not share it? Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Definitely have to keep it real to the people out here. Um, just mm -hmm. telling them how it is. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, so being that podcast is just so open and so free and you know, you're able to just speak your mind and say what you want. Have you ever, have you guys ever had any just like backlash or anything of that nature and, have, and how have you dealt with it? 
Backlash. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right now, like, I think the backlash, not necessarily backlash, but like the mm-hmm. family type of situations. Like mm-hmm. we have family that really do listen to our podcast and mm-hmm. you know, the older generation of our folks, our mm-hmm. parents out there, we, you know, it's eye opening to them and we do have tougher conversations with them about mm-hmm. things they wouldn't think their children are going through or went through and mm-hmm. their stories and they're kind of not blindsided, but there is an eye opening experience with yeah. them. So yeah. that has been the one thing that we are trying to like, you know, navigate through, especially we're connected to so many people mm-hmm. and we're so family oriented, but mm-hmm. we want to be honest with ourselves right? too at the same time. Yeah. yeah. So we're definitely like navigating being so open and being so vulnerable and also trying to reestablish and create that relationship to the people who are really close to us. Mm-hmm. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Definitely. I definitely agree. Sometimes just be like, okay, this is my podcast, guys, right. to my family. Like, if you're going to listen, you know, you're going to get the real, going to get the real. You're going to get the real. So be ready for it. <laughs> so what year did you guys actually start your podcast? Last year. Last year. Yeah, last year. We've been working together mm-hmm. in the arts world, the dance community for like two, three? Yeah, two and a half years. Two and a half so. years. So okay. we've been in this partnership. Mm-hmm. Of, <laughs> sorry, my dog. It's okay. Um, a par- this partnership for a little while now. Mm-hmm. And um, through the questioning of what is love and what is not, it really did spark the podcast of like, we really do need right. to have more conversations about that. Right, mm-hmm. right. Right, right. And um, wh- what were some struggles that you guys had to overcome with your podcast? And, you know, how did you overcome that? Yeah, I feel like uh, struggle for me and then for us was just like the <laughs> scheduling of the thing yeah. and like committing to the scheduling yeah. of the thing, yeah. I think, and, and finding what worked for us. Like, I think at, at first we were like, okay, we'll like record one on, on Thursday <laughs> and then have it released on Friday and then realizing, <laughs> oh, we still got to like edit it yeah. and like make it yeah. look And you're like, no, this is not sustainable. So yeah. like, yeah. so then we, we found a structure that like worked where we recorded more on like once a week and then like had like a backlog of things. So yeah. it was really kind of a, um, what do you call it? Trial and error process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we also, what re- worked. we mm-hmm. realized we needed help. And we realized we needed help. We, that's we the thing. That I love was, it. I love it. I love we it. We needed help. All the time. And so, we got a really, really close um, a person who was our manager who shout out to her and all the things that she does because it's a big thing. You think you can handle it yourself, but at the end of the day, you got to ask for help. And I think that's a huge, uh, yes. a huge yeah. thing for us as Black people. Mm-hmm. We have... Hmm? we've always have to carry our loads. Like we will yeah. go through mm-hmm. uh, places and events and not seeing people like us. And we would have to carry that load, even in classes, carry that load. And so mm-hmm. I can understand why we had a difficult time asking for help in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And when people offered help, we're like, no, 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 we got this. We got this yeah. Yeah. But then we realized you're like, know what? We have such a beautiful community around us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And friends who are also doing the thing, why not ask for help? And we did, and that was nice. right. Yes, I love it. And I tell my audience that all the time, like, don't be afraid to ask for help. There's people out there that want to help you and mm-hmm. want to see mm-hmm. you succeed. So don't be afraid to ask for that help. Yeah. 
So I love that you guys actually, you know, went out and did that. Yeah. Um, so just taking it back to just the roots of the of dancing and just how did that come about for both of you? Was this at a young age, elementary? How did you both know <laughs> that you really wanted to get into dance? Drew <laughs> <laughs> looked at me because my story is crazy. Oh, so the story <laughs> it makes me mad, but at the same time, I'm like you're blessed by God. So. <laughs> so yeah, dance for me was never a part of the equation. Like um, mm -hmm. for me growing up, I played instruments like all my life, played alto sax. I thought I was going to go to school to be like a music teacher at some point. Mm -hmm. But I also really loved science. Mm -hmm. Like I was really into the sciences. I was into like the biomedical like programs and things like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. um, so then when I got to college, uh, I was at this point, I was planning on majoring in pre-med and music composition. So I was like, oh, I love both of these. I want to do both of these. Mm -hmm. And then long story short, something happened to my sax. And then I wind up taking this dance class freshman year that I was like, oh, it's just like a intro to dance class. This should be yeah. fun. It's just an elective. Yeah. And I completely fell in love with it. Um, my mentor, Vincent Thomas, was like, you should audition for the program. And I was like, oh, oh, what? This is not a part of the plan. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Um, wow. And then, yeah, audition for the program, got a scholarship, and yeah, went to school for mass comp and dance. And wow. Scholarship. Sophomore year. College, college yeah. You know? Sophomore year. Underline that, sir. Underline that. College. <laughs> he started in college versus yeah. moi. Mm -hmm. who well my story is interesting as well I can't just you know discredit yeah. that but yeah. yeah uh I started in third grade and I did my audition in the cafeteria of my elementary school yes. and it was like a slip your parents had to sign it I walked in I was like oh this is fun then from <laughs> there I was dancing from third grade all the way up to now so it's yeah. always yeah. been in my life and um it's always been a passion of mine and I mm -hmm. One thing I have to say, dance has opened so many doors mm -hmm. to me seeing things differently. Yeah. I yeah. feel like if I didn't have dance, I wouldn't be able to have such a better understanding yeah. of the world and mm -hmm. a different understanding of how my blackness can evolve, right? Yeah. yeah. Especially in the dance community. You didn't back in the day, you didn't see a lot of girls like me. You didn't see a lot of men like him either. Yeah. So to see the evolution of it is a very beautiful mm -hmm. thing now mm -hmm. and to see the work that people are putting in to make sure the dance community is more inclusive mm -hmm. right. because it yeah. wasn't like that when yeah. i was in third grade in high school middle school all that jazz even in college to be yeah. honest so yeah dance has really done mm -hmm. done some magical things for both of us yeah and i feel like for me it's like really seeing really being inspired by the work that we do knowing that we're we're notice we're we're able to like live the evolution of what dance is yeah like like mm -hmm. in our bodies in black bodies and, and whatever like we're able to like continue to see ourselves evolve and yeah. what the body can do and yeah yeah, yeah. what mm -hmm. we can share yeah yeah that's interesting that you say you know that dance is very is evolving and because like growing up you always see you know just white ballerinas right. and white dancers in the movies and everything mm -hmm. like that. So that's pretty interesting that you say that. And then also just speaking on, you know, growing up in the arts, because I also started, um, I played the instrument, uh, violin in the third grade. Okay, so. come on. Ah, yeah, I played it for a little bit. Oh, <laughs> <my God. laughs> 
all the way to the 12th grade. Um, very, very um, amazing instrument. I do miss it a lot. Um, have you guys, well, maybe you, Adrian, have you had like, you know, any problems or struggles with just growing up, you know, a part of the arts and people telling you like, oh no, maybe you need to go down this field or do this or have that just as like something to side to do? Mm-hmm. I would have to say I was blessed with uh, a family, mom and dad, shout out. Mm-hmm who realize my gift. Yeah. Because I know a lot of times people don't understand the mm-hmm. gift and knowing like, you don't have to be a doctor or a lawyer mm-hmm. or any right. of those things. Right. You, you can still have your happiness and your dreams come true with a different type of occupation. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But it was definitely, I did have some struggles with, mm-hmm. could I be this type <laughs> of dancer? I did have those struggles because mm-hmm. I knew my body was different. I had one teacher, for example, who said to tuck in my popo, my butt. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I am. But right. he didn't realize that was my physique. That was my body. Mm-hmm. And so I had mm-hmm. a lot of like body dysmorphia in that time because I didn't see anybody like me at all. And so right. it was, you know, later on in life, I was able to meet other women and talk to other people and see other people like me and Mm -hmm. telling me like, it's okay that your body is this. Mm -hmm. You can still do the thing and still bless and inspire as many people as possible with who you are. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. I'm glad I have you guys on here because I'm just trying to preach to the people that the arts do matter. Like Uh, it does, it does. (laughs) Like it does matter out here. Like we Mm -hmm. have to keep it alive out here. So just speaking more about, you know, your choreography, your dancing, could you really explain to the people exactly how would you categorize yourselves as dancers, you know, um, just the pieces that you create and put on and and how does that affect your, um, like the people that's watching your audience? Uh, I I believe that we are definitely working on like dances. It's so funny because dance is a very like categorized word. but we are more thinking of making it more inclusive and calling it like a movement experience. Mm-hmm. And so when people do come to TNA, Thomas and Adrian, we hope that this ex- movement experience will spark something in them. Mm-hmm. So the expectation is not necessarily we're expecting them to have something, but we're hoping that they come out of the other side. And T said earlier with us conversation before we hopped on here that we hope that they are transcended. There is a light bulb that happens when they mm-hmm. are viewing these dance experiences mm-hmm. or movements, let me cor- correct myself, movement mm-hmm. experiences. So we're hoping that it moves something mm-hmm. inside of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I feel like it's <laughs> yeah, transcendent. It's yeah. like, it's yeah. something about like allowing themselves to- Coming as you are. Yeah, just come yeah. as you are, yeah. right? It's like church. Yeah. But the good part of church, we're like, like, <laughs> not like not you, the- like in the back of the pew, head back, you yeah. look at your mama's screen, you just tell you it's, to straighten up. Right, right. It's the, it's the, the presence of church, just come as you are. Come but yeah, you. just allowing yourself to, um, so yeah, to, to be in the world that you're in, to mm-hmm. also leave the world that you're in. There's, yeah. a, there's, there's, I feel like our work, um, is accessible where like it just meets you wherever you are in the moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wow, amazing, amazing. How long do it normally take you guys to really create your, your movements? 
That's so funny. That's so funny. It's like, <laughs> I think I giggle at this because people are going to be like, you guys had to take so much time. Mm-hmm. It's, we could be sitting on the couch yeah. watching, I don't know, Harry Potter was just on. So we're yeah. watching Harry Potter and then I'll pop up like, yo, I have an idea. And then I just shoot out an idea to T. He goes like, you know what? That's great. Let's get the camera. Let's go to the rooftop or something. Right. And we just film. And whatever the experience comes out of there, mm-hmm. then we view it. And then we kind of like dissect it and be like, you know what? There's a root. There's a seedling mm-hmm. to this. Mm-hmm. And then that's how it's created, yeah. I guess. And I feel like to even, <laughs> to even like break that apart even more, I feel like we're we're living life every day. We're like going through the motions. Mm-hmm. We have to do this, that, and the third. We're experiencing like a pandemic and a coup and an insurrection and <laughs> like, this. and then also trying to pay rent on time. And, and then like, and also trying to love at the same time. But we're, we're experiencing so many things. So like it, it um, I feel like when we're having these movement experiences or like any of these artistic things, it's really us um, unpacking all the things mm-hmm. that we're experiencing mm-hmm. on a daily level. So, yeah. and I feel like we're just so connected that we're just on the same wavelength of like, okay, what, how are we expressing in this moment? Or like, mm-hmm. what is it that we want to uh, like unpack even more or zoom into or call in yeah. or dial in? So yeah, I feel like our process is really um, like, like all the things and then like a zooming in yeah. type of thing and then pulling out and there's mm-hmm. like waves in the ocean. There yes. we go. Cool. Cool. <laughs> So to our listeners, let's say we we come to one of your shows, one of your performances, and we're in the audience. What could we expect? Mm. Could you guys give us like a visual or run it down for us? <laughs> I hope they expect all all emotions. All the things. Let, let be the thing is it's like when the performance, I have to say, when we do perform, mm-hmm. is a give and take. We do a lot of like interactions with the audience yeah. because we want to break down that, that is it fourth wall. Fourth wall. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Break it down because that's important because a lot of being in the arts, in theater and dance, all that's under that umbrella right. is more of us giving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the only time we receive something is that the applause at the end. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's not fair. No. And if <laughs> I am doing sweat and work and crying and doing all the things and you're playing the violin, for example, I want to be like, are you listening to me? Right. Are you hearing me? Yeah. And so I think what we do expect for our people who do come and see us in person be ready to be interactive. Be be ready to have a conversation. Be ready to be involved yeah. because it is an experience, and an experience involves two people mm-hmm. or even more yeah. to have a connection. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's what we're aiming for: is connecting with people Absolutely. so we can all have this experience together. Right, right. And also, like, just you know, connecting with your audience. Have you ever had like any? times where there was no connection where it's just people like oh i'm kind of shy you just hit a bone a nerve absolutely oh my god i remember i remember i can't remember which performance it was (laughs) um and it was it was we were just giving we were just like giving our energy um i think this is like one of our early performances of like what is love and really yeah yeah ask the questions it's just in a a really emotionally raw place Mm -hmm. and i remember there was a point inside of the work me and like g it's just me and you. And I, was and like, I got you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and we're here. And yeah, it was great to have 
that that sense of like I have an anchor mm -hmm. I have like a sail with me mm -hmm. as well um to keep me grounded but, but to also keep me moving yeah and and then I feel like that that made us think about the work more it was like oh this this can be more we have yeah. to do more about around like not only what is this performance but what is community yeah. Yeah. like not only community but what is what are the conditions around community that allow people to allow themselves to just mm -hmm. be to be so it made us think about like how do we create environments mm -hmm. more than just like um performance show. things or just a show yeah like how do you create environment how do you create community and that's mm -hmm. like a base of our work too i like it i like it yes yes i think it's all about the experience just getting yeah. that experience and feeling the vibe and the energy so right. i love it i love it so getting into a little bit more about you know the traditional chinese medicine can you guys tell me more about that like i'm very interested in just learning about that and you know the practice and everything so could you guys could you guys, could you guys write it down for us and tell us about yeah. it Sure. Yeah, so right now me and G are in school. Um, we are at the Pacific College of Health and Sciences, mm. um, right over the Brooklyn Bridge. It's in Manhattan, mm -hmm. Lower Manhattan. Yeah. Uh, I'm in school for acupuncture and herbs. Ooh. So, yep, studying traditional Chinese medicine, mm -hmm. needles in your body, <laughs> herbs yeah. that make you feel right. Yeah, hit that point. <laughs> That's me. And then I'm in school to become a massage therapist. Ooh. And, um, I think what TCM or tr traditional Chinese medicine is just another way of viewing health. Mm -hmm. And is this is mm -hmm. the Eastern versus Western type of thing. Mm -hmm. And as we know, we're on the Western and knowing that a lot of the focus can be on one symptom mm -hmm. in Eastern medicine, they are focusing on all the systems mm -hmm. because ultimately there's not just one organ or one thing happening in the body to cause. Mm -hmm. It could have accessory things going on as well. Mm -hmm. So that's what's the beauty of TCM is like really, first of all, understanding your client and the person mm -hmm. and understanding and taking the time to get to know them, hear what they're saying, look at their complexion, their eyes, the, the things that they're saying, yeah. it's a full process and it, it kind of centers on a holistic version of health. Mm -hmm. And maybe instead of like taking the average Advil that yeah. you do every day for a headache, yeah. there's some herbs that T is learning that could help you. Yeah. And instead of trying to get that instant relief, this thing is a process. It takes time to aid the thing. So that's the beauty of TCM for me. Yeah, I, I think you hit it on those in the sense of like uh, Western medicine looks at just the body part. So it's like, oh, okay, your heart's messed up. Okay, we'll just get you a new heart. Um, whereas Eastern medicine looks at, oh, your your heart is having complications. Oh, it might be because like um, a, a loved one just passed away, and mm -hmm. that like has effect. And then you're also overworked from work, and then you're also like again dealing with the pandemic. So it looks at all of the things. It looks at the full person, the spirit, the mind, mm -hmm. the body and tries to rebalance it which yeah. i really appreciate because it's like i'm looking at this whole person in front of me and not just like oh this is a part I'm dissecting them dissecting them yeah so it's mm -hmm. it's and i feel like there's also some beauty in how this medicine can put power back into the people's hands like mm -hmm. there's acupressure points that you can do on yourself to help you uh with headaches there's like yeah. Yeah. Um, things that you can do on your own to help you feel good so i'm really excited that we are able to Learn or it. working on being a resource for people yeah in the medicine. And what pulled you guys, you know, your interest into this? Was it just something light bulb that hit or it's always been a part of your heart to just go out and do this? I think we realized that 
for me, and probably could be for you too, T, is that I realize I see my family, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I see all the knowledge that I'm gaining from getting massages and acupuncture just as a person and talking to my family, not, they didn't even think about this type of medicine or this type of aid for them. They only mm-hmm. thought one-sided because it wasn't really offered to them. This demographic yeah. demographic was offered to them. Right. And so it hurts my heart when my mom doesn't feel comfortable going to a massage center because she doesn't see anybody like her. Mm-hmm. And she wouldn't go to see an acupuncturist because she doesn't see someone right. like her. Right. So yeah. it's speaking, we're trying to be those the these uh uh facilitators of of healing Mm -hmm. so people like my mother his mother people who are closer feel comfortable Mm -hmm. enough and feel deserving enough Mm -hmm. to get this type of treatment Mm -hmm. nice nice (laughs) she said she said it all (laughs) yeah i feel like yeah i completely agree it's um i feel like the the beginning of me thinking about medicine in a different way wasn't necessarily Eastern medicine, was being in dance for a while. I was dancing for the companies. I was doing the touring thing. I was doing the thing that you want to do as a dancer. Like you're touring, you're making your own work, you're doing the thing. Um, and then I felt like the ripples of dance were limited. I was like, oh, okay, people are applauding in their seats, but then they go home. Okay, they might like they might remember what happened or they might like the ripples didn't necessarily continue from the, like, impact. the impact. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. Um, so I was like, oh, I want to have a longer lasting impact on yeah. people. And then that got me thinking about physical therapy. And then I like studied that for a little bit and then realized, yeah, this is also limited. It's only looking at like pieces and parts. Mm-hmm. And yeah, once I found um, Eastern medicine of how it looked, looked at the whole, I was like, oh, I can, I can connect with this. Mm-hmm. This, this is what I've kind of been looking for and how to yeah. assist yeah. people in their journey of like healing. Yeah. So. Nice, nice. Interesting, interesting. I like it. I like it. <laughs> so where do you guys see yourself in five years? Ooh, <laughs> Great question. I see myself not where I see myself working for myself. Yes. At hey, our, our yeah. own, at our our own, own clinic. clinic. Come on. Health Center, health studio. Yeah. We, that's what we, we're hoping for. Our like goals is to really have a center. Like we said again, we really want to offer this to our community. This this type of of self their own self journey because, like I said, we as people we want to be facilitators. We don't. I don't believe we are healers, and we're not studying to be healers. We are studying to be facilitators, and that's very important mm-hmm. for our community to understand that they are able to take control of their own mm-hmm. healing self journey. Right. So, right. Yes, I love it. Entrepreneurs out here too. Hey, girl, come on, I love it. Come on now, all of it, all of it. Um, so what can the people expect from you next? More podcast episode, more dance movements. What can we expect next? So many new things. Like we recently um just released one of our movement experience videos it was called snow um it's on our ig page now again yes. that's thomas and adrian come on um it's also on youtube yeah follow our youtube channel yeah. thomas and adrian uh follow our podcast you're welcome with thomas and adrian <laughs> all the things plug 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 thomas and adrian. Yes. um but yeah uh, a lot more um videos to come a lot more podcasts recently we've been doing yeah. a project of like 
or our podcast series called our what is series mm -hmm. so we've been really looking in and diving into like what is communication yeah what is listening what is expressing what mm -hmm. is validation like all yeah, these yeah. things around um communication, communication. Yeah, yeah because it seems like right now even in a pandemic people are lacking in communication right. which is crazy because there's so much time right on their hands but also look forward to more movement experiences we have a couple videos coming out soon please hey, you know we're doing a thing and like hopefully in the foreseeable future we'll make those moving experiences to a movement film mm -hmm. one of these days so we're girl working our way up yes yes gotta have your hand <laughs> everywhere love Come it on. Like, like, like. <laughs> so i really thank you guys for coming on you guys taught me so much tonight <laughs> like it was amazing <laughs> i learned some great things from you guys great energy um is there anything else that you guys want to tell the people any tips or anything um, I want to say thank you for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Because like it just means no, honestly, it means so much that mm -hmm. you took the time and space and brought us to your platform and connected the people you're connected to. And at the end of the day, we're helping each other, right, sis? <laughs> yeah. It's just like we want the people to know we are all here. Yeah. We're working together, and let's keep working together. Let's keep pushing yeah. because things are turning. Things are moving and we can't yeah. be left behind anymore. Right, 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 right. Again, I thank you guys for coming yeah. on here. Guys, this was amazing. The energy was amazing. Definitely, definitely learned some things. And I hope everyone that's listening learned a lot as well. I'll definitely be dropping the links to their dance movements, um, their podcast so that you can check it out. I appreciate you guys again. And this is the Underground Station and we're out. Yeah. <laughs>